it stays with you because you've won it and you're always going to be proud of it. You're always going to be proud of winning that title. Like you've trained so hard and you've sacrificed stuff. Like it shows people how hard you do work and how hard, like how much sacrifice that you give. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to In Pursuit of Passion podcast, produced by Demographical Network and hosted by myself, Hamish Hallett. And today's first episode of season three, we were joined by the one and only Nicola Hurricane Hopewell. In today's conversation, we spoke about the importance of being competitive in boxing, where her nickname came from, and her many, many milestones during her pursuit of her passion. So sit back, relax, and let's pursue this passion. Hello, Nicola Hopewell. Thank you so much for coming on to In Pursuit of Passion. How are you doing today? Hiya, um, I'm doing really good, thank you. How are you? I am amazing. Very happy to speak to you today. As I told you off air, you're like the first boxer I've ever talked to. So this should be a really interesting chat. And I'm really looking forward to like speaking to you. And, you know, speaking about your passion for boxing, like how did your interest in boxing start? Um, So my background, I was a dancer from the age of um, five to 17. Um, And then I left dancing. I went into do my A-levels. I got a job. I couldn't fit it in around my coursework and stuff because that was important at the time. Um, so I concentrated on that. Then when I'd finished all that, um, I'd not because I'd been active all my childhood, uh, not just dancing, but through school. I'd been in all the school teams, football, netball, hockey, you name it, I did it. Um, and I was on all the school teams, very busy. Uh, but then when, when I stopped dancing and I'd left school, all that just kind of stopped. Um, and then I got to I got to 22 uh, and I know I knew that there was a gym open just down the road from me um, and it was a boxing gym they were doing just ladies boxes high class and stuff like that so um, I thought you know what I'm going to go down I'm going to get fit I'm going to like start running again everything like that so I went into the gym started to wait ladies boxercise just tapping on a bag and doing some exercises loved it um, I went for a few weeks just one day a week and then because it was something they were just trialing. Um, they didn't get many going, so it was kind of a waste of time them doing that that class. So then they changed it, because that was just a women's one. They changed it to like a mixed one in different days. Um, so I, I started going a little bit more, um, and then and then they're like, oh, why don't you join what they call the academy class, where you then you start learning your skills. Uh, you start doing like pads, bags bit of body sparring when you're ready your actual sparring stuff like that so I thought you know what I'm going to give it a go so I went down like on these different days started trying it started fitting in with like the the lads that were there because at the time I was the only female in the gym um and I just I just loved it and then uh, I was only training probably I'm only training probably five months and my coach said right we've got a show coming up in a few months time got the doctor coming down to do all the medicals and stuff do you want to get medical and hopefully we'll get you on the show if you're ready in time. So I got my medical and there was only, it was only six months from me starting training. Six months later, um, I had my first fight um, in where I live as well, in Worksop. Um, and I ended up stopping the girl. So when I, when I won, and especially by stoppage, I was like, I need to do this again. Because yeah. I was only going to have that one fight just to say, yeah, I've done it. I've trained for it. I've done it. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I went and won it. I went and won it by stoppage. And then it was just kind of like, I want to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so, it just went from there, really. 
That's amazing. So it seems like, not to put words in your mouth, it seems um, by chance you got into boxing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't... I didn't intend to do that. I didn't mm. intend to go down there and start competing. My mm. intention was to go down there and get fit. Um, I had no intention when I first started going down and competing, but then it was like as soon as I started learning all the skills around boxing and then I started like sparring and learning and I just wanted to learn more. Like the more I learned, the more then I wanted to learn. Yeah. What in particular were you most fascinated at the time about boxing? that made you kind of sway away from dancing to boxing? Um, I think because I've done dancing for so long, mm. um, I think I just got to that point where I'd got, I'd done so many exams and I, I had, I had got top marks and stuff like that. Um, and I broke off from that. And then I did have quite a, a big gap and I didn't really want to go back dancing again and starting from the bottom. So I wanted to learn something new. Um, and then I think with the boxing, I think there's whatever level you get to, there's always something else to learn. There's always something else to work on. So you could, like I'm finding at the minute, like you've worked on you've worked on everything, but then you like go back to the beginning and then you start perfecting your jab again. But then like your jab's the first shot you start throwing. But then because you're working on other stuff, you then need to go back to the beginning, if you know what I mean. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. you just no, perfect yeah. it a little bit more. So I feel like with the boxing, there's all every fight's different as well because your opponents are different and even if like I've boxed the same opponent a few times but then they fight different because they've been training more so every fight is always going to be different so it's never it's never the same thing no I totally understand that completely it's it's that it seems it's that constant learning of the sport yes. maybe dancing you didn't feel like you were learning as much is that a good way of putting it yeah I think so yeah because like um in a way um a latin like a latin dance like um like a waltz is a waltz like a ballroom dance sorry a, a waltz is a waltz and um like a samba is a samba it, yeah. the same sort of steps you know what i mean um and then like half of those steps will then go into your new routine um but with boxing you you like your jabs your jabs but it's always going to hit in a different place so mm. it could body head depending on your opponent they could be tall they could be short so it's just constant learning. I just feel like you are constantly learning, no matter what level you get to. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, I've seen like a few of your like boxing matches as well, and it's, it seems like you're very much like kind of going and trying to suss out what the opponent is and all that kind of stuff. It's it's so interesting. I, I think boxing is such an interesting sport, definitely for me. I mean, I would never personally would never go into the ring because I'm too much of a scaredy cat. But <laughs> <laughs> apart from that, it doesn't. Um, but but speaking of which, actually, um, with me, I find boxers really interesting because. I often think, are they kind of born with a fighting streak or are they quite calm and quite collective? I want to ask this question to you. Were you born with a fighting streak or were you quite or are you quite a calm person? I'm a calm person, but I'm I'm also very competitive and I've always been competitive. I think that's why I've always been into sports. Yeah. Um it's like I've got I've got a winning mentality and I have to win. And if I don't win, uh my the questions are why didn't I win? and what am I going to do to win next time so I feel my mindset is um competitive ah. I'm calm but I'm competitive you're competitive yeah that's fair no that is yeah fair. do you do you, how important is being competitive do you feel I think it's important I mm. think because you need to go in there you need to be going in there to win you've got to have that mindset that you're going to win and I think being being competitive you're always that one step in front as well because 
you're wanting to win. You're not you're not just going in there for a boxing fight. You're going in there to box and you're going into box to win. So I think it's important. How were you feeling then on your debut on the 7th of March 2020? Because I know was that because that was your professional debut, wasn't it? That was my professional debut, yeah. Um, how, how scared quite, were you? <laughs> I was very scared, were honestly. Yeah. 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 Because because of, of the fights that I've had and obviously the coronavirus and mm. the restrictions we've had my debut fight was in a um it was in a, like a basketball it were a basketball arena basically oh, wow. so it, i called all tiered seating around it then it had tables at the bottom it's probably the biggest audience that i've boxed in front of even though i've had six fights so i had that one then the pandemic hit and then i had three i think behind closed doors mm. and then obviously it started coming back again um but the the venues have been smaller than my first professional fight so yeah when I when I like walked out and I walked into a ring I, I was just like wow this is like, <laughs> like huge like, yeah, yeah like this is bigger than what I imagined <laughs> it's like rabbit in like headlights right kind of feeling or yeah. yeah yeah but then I think once you once you're in there you're that focused on like mm. your opponent you don't you don't notice how big or small the crowd is anyway yeah. like I think the only difference um from probably my first fight and then the next few um because there was um no crowd on my next few because they're behind closed doors i could hear um i could hear everyone in the room and i could hear their coach i could hear my coach if you know like if you know what i mean but it's different when you when you've got a crowd there was something i actually wanted to ask you um you say your nickname's hurricane yeah why is that i mean you might have asked you might have got this question like so many times but i really want to ask this question to you like why hurricane that's your nickname i think it's i think it's a little bit on the style of boxing because i've always been mm. probably a little bit fast i've been in bundles i'm a bit relentless like yeah. i'll just keep going um so and it was one of my friends actually at work and the they said they said oh we, could, we should call you hurricane hopewell because uh, oh, really? it kind of goes with my name as well yeah so they were messing about they were mess- just messing about at work going oh yeah it's hurricane hopewell she's gonna fight we're gonna watch and stuff like this um, and then it just it just stuck. Wow, just stuck. Yeah, it's interesting how nicknames can be like. Of course, yeah, like your mates so, kind of have such a big influence around your passion. And it seems like yeah. did your mates then have a quite a big influence then on your passion? Would you say? Um, I think it's grown. I think mm-hmm. when I first started, they were like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Why a is that? A little bit. Yeah. Why is that? I think it's I... just because it's. I think it's just because it's a bit different. Mm. It's just, and obviously you're going in there to get punched and stuff like that um but they're very they're very supportive and they've always mm. supported it and they've always come to watch and and, and stuff so uh, i just think they think it, it was just a bit mad at the start like because i've never done anything like that before I and mean, i'm not like a i'm not like an angry person I, i'm not someone who's just gonna go oh i'm just gonna go punch punch something and stuff <laughs> like that yeah. for me it's more about the learning the technique and stuff like that do you think actually that's really interesting what you said that it's actually more about the learning rather than the punching people do you think that's a big misconception around boxing do you feel i think so yeah because i think you've got to have the you've got to have the right like thinking brain as well you've got to be thinking while you're in the ring as well you can't just go out there and just punch like a million yeah. miles a million miles an hour yeah, uh, like even though sometimes i, I do all that sometimes yeah. i think i do but, <laughs> yeah, <really? laughs> yeah. but there's more thinking around it where are you actually placing them punches and repetition so you, you've got you've got to like you've got to repeat your combinations when you're on the pads and stuff like that and then it just comes naturally to you when you're in the ring 
Mm. So it's a lot of practice. Yeah. We have spoken a lot about the learning part of boxing. Do you feel, is that like the specific part of your passion that you find the most rewarding or is there something else? For me, yeah. Um, But also what I find rewarding is um, I've been into quite a lot of schools and uh, Mm. local boxing gyms um like around the area um and i went to um a, f- a few schools just before christmas and i w- and they asked me to like do their pe class and take my belts in so i think it's like inspiring that next generation as well um so like uh, one school i went in and uh they did like a little bit of an assembly about boxing and then i was like the guest and we took the belts and stuff um and then after the assembly the year twos um had a PE class and they asked me if I'd take the PE class which is something I've never done that before is amazing wow yeah, yeah something I've never ever done before but uh, the kids loved it they were like really engaged because I think they're only like six and seven I think in year two. Oh wow that's um, very young so yeah. I thought to myself like what am I actually going to do with them because <laughs> you have to do like yeah. non-contact stuff uh, I can't I, like, I couldn't get punching each other and stuff like that so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not them young right it's not them young <laughs> <laughs> but like um, just like started off with like a little bit of a uh, like a fitness circuit like mm-hmm. what I'd do to warm up and then I got them doing a few footwork drills and then like at the end I got them like all stood in lines like just learning basic shots and like doing like shadow boxing drills like copying what I did and then like after they'd done that uh, I said to him like at the beginning if you if the PE class goes really well we'll stop it early and then we'll sit down and you can ask questions and stuff mm-hmm. like that um so yeah we did all that they, they all sat down they passed the belts around um they asked questions like I got weird questions like um what's your favorite fruit and have you been on a boat and stuff like that but <laughs> It, it was just nice to course, like, yeah, yeah. so engaged and stuff like that and they, they love the belts and, and everything so that's that's another passion of mine as well that's so cool no that's that is wow how important do you find it with because with, i find um with our passions i think we often do it for ourselves however i think it's also really important to try and inspire others how important yeah. do you feel that is with your passion do you feel i think it's i think it's really important mm. um because like like I've done that with the school, and then yeah. like there was a there's a boxing club in Leeds, uh, oh, which yeah. I go to quite a lot as well. Um, I go there more as like to just to visit. I don't go to train or anything like that. Uh, but I once went with my friend, and then since I since I went with my friend, uh, I then like built a relationship with them, and they said to me like, "Oh, we've got this got this girl. She's I think she was twelve at the time." um we, we want to get a competing but she's really nervous she's like the only girl competing for the gym oh, wow. will you come up and like have a chat with her and stuff like that so I went up with her and I joined in like show we're having a PT class as well at the time when I went up so I went up to have a chat with her joined in her PT did, did a little bit of work with her and stuff like that um and hopefully I encouraged her and inspired her a little bit um so I think if I can then give back again mm. uh, like on a lower level and to younger people I just think if you all work together, it's a lot better and it's important to have them people. Oh, completely. And it, it's sort of the idea of like, you know, walking through a door and then leaving the door behind you for letting others sort yeah. of enter. It's kind of that yeah. idea. And yeah. especially the fact yeah. that you, you spoke uh, spoke earlier about how you were the only woman in the gym as well. And the fact that other yeah. people have that same experience. You want to say to women, no, you can do this. You can, you know, and yeah. to, to inspire. I think that's so, that is remarkable. That is really 
really inspiring and I really hope like people can actually like take that and you spoke a lot about um you know children passing you know your titles and stuff like that which is really cool I, I can imagine yes. it in my head I hope the audience does <laughs> has that been a quite a big sort of achievement or milestone would you say like winning a lot a lot of your titles yeah yeah 2021 I won um I won the European belt the WBL mm. European belt um in my debut fight I was lucky enough because I boxed the Ghanaian girl in my debut um, I was lucky enough to be able to, because I had a good amateur career as well, I was lucky enough to be able to box for the, the PBC International belt as well. Um, so I, I, I won that on my debut fight. And then I've ended up winning um, the WBL European one as well. Um, but in the amateurs, I won. I won a lot in the amateurs as well. Um, I had 32 amateur fights, but I won uh, the East Midlands belt. I won the Central England belt. I went over to Ireland um, and I was like crowned the best overseas boxer. So I won a belt for that. Um, and then like English championships and everything like that. So, yeah, I did quite a lot in the amateurs. So club it all together and then go and show these like kids. And they, this is where you're going to start yeah. with the amateur stuff and the belts and the medals because I put them with me as well. This is where you're going to start. But then as you move on and progress, this is what you then end up with when you turn professional and stuff so yeah. it's like a, it's a journey to share with them oh completely i think it's it's really important to share it but this is why we do the podcast actually so i mean yeah it's good it's a good thing you'd mentioned that actually because it is why we do the podcast is to showcase that journey the highs the lows and yeah. think and you know the titles all that to inspire others really and actually there's, there's something as well i wanted to ask you you know when you win a title and the thing is, you have won quite a few titles. Does that feeling of winning a title, does that go away at all? Or does that stay with you still? I feel it's, it stays with you because mm. you've won it and you're always going to be proud of it. You're always going to yeah. be proud of winning that title because you've, because you've done that full fight camp and you've trained and then this is what you've got out of it. Yeah. Like you've trained so hard and you've sacrificed stuff. Like you sacrificed, like when I'm in camp, like mm. I have to be at the gym every day. I have to do a run in the morning. I have to get up early. I have to do my run. I still have to go to work. Then I have to train oh, yeah. at night time. So I have a lot to fit in when I've got a fight coming up. Um, and like sacrificing, like seeing my friends going out with them. Mm. Like if they go out for tea, I'm like, mm. you can't. Yeah. yeah. I can't really, I can't really, I can't really go out um, unless it's like on a weekend and stuff. And then I have to be careful what am I ordering off the menu because I've got my weight to like watch. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a, it's a lot, um, mm. but it's doable. It's doable. It's definitely doable. But then the reward at the end of it, like with winning the titles and stuff, and then looking at your record as well, like you've had six fights, you've won five by KO. It just shows like, it shows people how hard you do work and how hard, like how much sacrifice that you give. Mm. Is that what keeps you pursuing your passion? Is that is that kind of end goal, the reward of like yes. winning that title? Would you say that's what keeps you going then? I would, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah. I love like I love winning. And if I my thing is if I if I'm doing something, I'm doing it, I'm putting everything into it. I'm not gonna like train a little bit for that fight. I'm gonna give it my all because I want to get the end goal. I want to get, win that belt. I'm not just going to like, oh yeah, I'm not going to do my run today because I don't feel like it. I get up and make myself do it because if I don't do that and I don't win that belt, I'm going to blame it on that morning that I didn't do that run. <laughs> so. <Yeah. laughs> it's like um, living with no regrets, right? It's that yeah. kind of idea. Yeah, yeah I know, definitely. 
Yeah, because I know you did an interview with Fight Post, which I think you were quoted yes. saying, at the end of my career, I don't want no regrets. Which is really, I love that quote. Yeah. love it. But yeah. to, switch, to switch that kind of question around, like at this moment of time, do you have any regrets at all or no? No. Really? At the minute, no. I, I don't think I have, no. Not one regret? I can't think of any. Okay. Why is that then? Why is that? Why do you not have any regrets then? I think because I think because of the journey. I think it, on the journey that I've done, like mm. I've done, I've done what I've done with the amateurs, and then I've moved on to pro, and I'm moving through pro a good, steady level. If you know what I mean. Uh, I've had some yeah. fights. I was supposed to box for a world title in December, but I couldn't fight for it. That was a goal. But then that goal was taken away from me, not because of anything I'd done, but because the show was cancelled. I couldn't get an opponent. Then the show was cancelled anyway. So I feel like that was out of my control. So anything out of my control, like, I can't, they're not really regrets. But, um, but yeah, I, don't, I think because I'm moving at a good pace and I have an end plan, I feel like I'm moving at the right speed for me. Mm. and i'm doing what's right for me at the right time rather than yeah it's like rather than sort of focusing on what other people are doing you're very much like yeah because i think there's there's some people that probably just like jump straight in um and they're like i'm gonna fight on i'm gonna fight on the biggest card and i'm gonna win the world title in i don't know four fights or something like that yeah i think for me you have to you have to you have to have that journey you need to work up to it um, and I'm I'm not one that wants to be on the like the biggest show straight away. That's mm. that's a goal and and like in a few months, year time. And then speaking of like lessons then that you've learned during your pursuit of your passion, is that something that you learn that you have to really sort of wait your time, work really hard for something, and also as as you yeah as as you've said, um, you know, accept that some things are out of your control as well. Yeah, I think. Yeah, as, I've, as it's gone on, I've learned that sometimes you are, as bad as it sounds, you have to be a little bit selfish and you have mm. to do what's right for you as well. Um, and you've got to look after yourself because um, it's a hard sport. Um, so, yeah, looking after yourself is, is, is what I've discovered. I also feel like the background as well, so like the behind-the-scenes part, because I think what people don't understand is when you move into professional boxing, you have to sell tickets. To, it, when you're on a small show, you have to sell a, a, an amount of tickets to then help cover your opponents and all your costs. Um, so I feel like you have to do the behind-the-scenes work, which can be as much as the boxing, because you have to build your social media up. And I think sometimes um, people don't do that. Um, and then I have, I've tried, and I, I am getting there, uh, when I look how many followers and how many people I, uh, interact with me um, and I've got t-shirts and people buy t-shirts off oh, yeah, me I which yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just feel like buying a t-shirt off me it's like, a bit weird <laughs> this is a bit weird in a, in a <laughs> yeah. way I've got I've got them to sell yeah. but for me for me I feel like I'm still quite like small so for people to be supporting me in that way like it overwhelms me overwhelms me a little bit but yeah that's that's another like big learning you you need to do your you need to do the behind the scenes work as well and you need to be able to 
you need to be able to like get sponsors because obviously your so your social media is so important uh, to get sponsors and obviously followers and fans um and i think sometimes that some boxers concentrate on their boxing too much so they could be a fantastic boxer but if they don't have the following and they don't have like a good social media presence people don't know who they are and it's and it's it's a shame it's a shame but i think then you need to learn both bits like and you need to be making sure that you're plugging for sponsors and like fans or and talking to your fans and interacting with them all the time because they, they do like it and it yeah. keeps them interested and then if you have a fight coming up even if even if like 10 percent come and support you or not even that that's more tickets that you've sold than what you would have done that's so that's so fascinating because it is quite true about you know from what i've seen or talked or heard people say like boxing such a, as you've said before in this podcast it's such a hard sport and yeah. people can boxers like yourself you know can break really really hard but then they also have to do so much as well the social media yeah. and also the behind yeah. the scenes which i don't think a lot of people know about which is interesting you know yeah i i, I was a bit um a little bit naive to it as well at first mm. Um, because for me, it was just like, oh, yeah, I'll set an Instagram page up and I'll put a few clips on there and stuff. Yeah. And then it weren't until probably, I don't know, probably a year and a half ago, um, I was talking to my friend, and she's like, no, you need to build your socials up. Like, you really need to build your socials up because it's important. Um, and now I've realised why. It, it is an important part of it. Mm, 100% I mean that is something I've also had to learn too because even though I could just you know talk to you on this podcast I also have to like share it and social media which I mean it's a bit annoying isn't it let's be honest yeah I mean to yeah, sell yourself, it can be and, it can be and yeah it, it takes time as well and yeah. it's like you feel like you need that little you need that niche you need the audience that you need to target um but I feel like I I'm just myself, like on on all my socials. Like I'm just myself, and I think people follow me and and talk to me and like me for who I am, not just because of my boxing, uh, which which was what I wanted to get out of it as well. Oh, absolutely. And what is then like the one thing you wish you knew uh, before you started your boxing journey? Would you say? Um, I wish I knew all the different paths that you could go down because there's a lot mm. of different routes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah so there's different pathways and different boxing boards that you can go down different opportunities um, so I wish I'd have known that right at the beginning um, and then I think again like the social media side because I feel like if I'd have started my social media like at the beginning of my amateur career I'd have then had a full journey mm. where now it's it started just before I turned professional so yeah I think I only set up my instagram account in like 2019 but the back end of 2019 uh, so i kind of wish i'd have probably set that up years ago so then is i'd have re- had a full that a regret, that's a regret that's a regret yeah, <laughs> i was thinking my head I was, like, I was like i was waiting i was waiting for you to finish i was like hold on that's a regret <laughs> yeah that's a regret i thought i was and like nicola has a has regrets what oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's fair no i mean it's interesting yeah no okay that's fair no i mean yeah you know, but I feel like, like looking at your journey still, I think it's still, it's you're still doing amazingly well though. Come yeah. on, like you've won so many titles. I mean, even though, oh, yeah. you know, 
okay, like all of us can improve on certain aspects. Like your strengths is your boxing and also yeah. be you being your authentic self as well. That I think is, you know, keep doing that really, I would say. Lastly, uh, this is the last question that we normally ask um, all of our guests. What does passion mean to you? I feel that it means like, it's like something that you feel really strongly about and you have like, um, I'm using the words, but you have a passion to do it. Um, so like boxing for me, like it's like in my heart. Yeah. So that's, that's why I want to do it because it means so much to me. So yeah, I think that's what passion is to me. You feel really strongly about it and it's, it's in my heart. Nice. That's a good answer. I love that answer. Nicola Hopewell, this has been amazing, amazing conversation. Thank you so much for coming on to Into It Passion. No worries. Thank you for having me. No worries at all. Thank you so much for listening to that episode of In Pursuit of Passion, produced by the Demographica Network and hosted by myself, Hamish Hallett. What a great guest Nicola Hopewell was and her passion for boxing. You can find out more of what she does down below in the episode bio. Until the next episode of In Pursuit of Passion, keep pursuing that passion and see you in the next one.